I need you, Diane. Come to my house, ASAP. I need your help. I rushed to his house in a panic. He sat in his bed, looking like someone had died. But Marco didn't have any family, so I asked what was wrong. He said his flash drive had gotten corrupted and he had lost some very important files that he needed for his college scholarship application. I've been working on my application for five years. I'll never get the scholarship now. I asked him if there was a solution and looking at me very thoughtfully said, well, there is one thing you could do. Then he told me that he had a copy of those files on his old flash drive, but that drive was with the girl he dated before me. Unfortunately, he said his ex was crazy. If I ask her, she'll never give it to me. I asked him how he expected me to get it, and he said I'd have to be sneaky. I would have to pose as an applicant to work as her live-in personal maid. I laughed, but he looked dead serious. You just have to sneak in and get the drive. It'll be in and out. I told him I would consider it. He seemed grateful and showed me his ex. I jumped up in surprise and said, there is no way on earth that I will speak to that witch again. The crazy ex he was talking about was Frankie. He looked surprised that I knew her, and I told him that I had known Frankie since I was a little girl. She had once been my best friend, but then she became my biggest enemy. Thankfully, in middle school, her family moved away and I never had to see her again. Hearing my refusal, Marco looked devastated. He begged and begged and said his whole life depended on the contents of that flash drive. Just help me out this once, babe, he begged. If you can get it, I'll I'll give you my Porsche. I couldn't believe my ears, but I felt like now I could consider the idea. I mean, given the payoff, how bad could it be, right? The answer? Very bad. The minute I walked into Frankie's huge mansion for my interview... She ordered her butler to kick me out. I immediately started crying and made up a story about how I had become homeless. For the sake of an old friendship, please give me this job, I said sadly. For a minute, she stood silent, and I hoped she had fallen for it. The next second, she laughed at me and said, As much as I always thought you deserved to be my servant, now that I think about it, I don't even think you're worthy of that, you loser. I started to fake cry and said I'd do anything to get the job. Anything? She asked, looking evilly at me. Yes. Okay, I'll give you a job if you get my face tattooed on your arm. She laughed and said not to come back unless it was with a tattoo. And then she had her butler escort me out. Outside the house, Marco picked me up and when I told him what had happened, he said it was only fair that I do what she asked. I told him that he was out of his mind, and he said if I was smart, I could probably plan my own little revenge on Frankie once I was inside her house. Well, he was right about that, and after all, the tattoo could be tiny. The very next day, I showed up at Frankie's place with a tattoo. She looked like she couldn't believe her eyes, and laughing hysterically, she said, Wow, you're desperate, aren't you? She had me doing all sorts of weird and gross things for her. She told her usual cleaning staff that no one needed to do any of their work. It's all Diane's responsibility now, she laughed. I had to report at 5 a.m., and she would make me hand wash all her clothes. Then she made me clean her toilet. Some days, she left garbage all over the floor and said I had to pick it up with my bare hands. Worst of all, I was her new entertainment. She watched me the whole time, so I had no time to look around for the drive. 
Finally, one day when she had made me clean the pool, hand wash her delicates, and give her a mani and a pedi, I fell asleep in a corner of the room. I had fallen asleep when a jug of freezing cold water was dumped on me. I jumped up, spluttering. Sure enough, there she stood, laughing at me. But I was so tired, I started to cry for real. I asked her why she hated me. She looked surprised, and after a minute, she softly said, I don't know, get out of my face. I hurried away, feeling embarrassed. But to my surprise, she started being less mean to me after that. Once, I was talking to the housekeeper about how much I craved ice cream. You're such a greedy pig, I heard Frankie say. I turned around and she was laughing at me. I was so embarrassed, but to my utter surprise, Frankie had some ice cream distributed to all the house staff. Does she have a soft spot in her heart for me? I wondered. I decided there was only one way to find out. A few days later, when I was sure Frankie was close enough to hear, I said, It's been ages since I've seen a movie. My friend said she could give me some, but I can't even afford a flash drive. Unbelievably, that evening, when I went to my room after my daily chores, Frankie was standing there wearing a sexy red dress. She tossed a flash drive into my hands. I could barely hold back my excitement. It was the same drive Marco had described. You can delete whatever's on that drive. It's useless stuff. My creepy ex-boyfriend left it here. I caught him snooping around my room one day. Imagine that. I have a feeling he was trying to steal my credit cards. What else would he want? I dumped him immediately and had him escorted out of the house. Seriously, being a billionaire can be so hard sometimes. I almost rolled my eyes at her, but I didn't care. I was out. As soon as she left, I snuck into her study to check the drive to see if Marco's essay was in there. To my surprise, it wasn't. Marco would be crushed. But then I had an idea. Marco was always so secretive. He might have put it in a hidden folder. I checked and sure enough, there was a folder there. But it wasn't an essay at all. Because the folder had been accessed from this computer before, I was able to decrypt the security key and open it. I felt like a genius. I opened it and was confused by what I saw. It was a list of people and their personal information. One quick Google search showed that they were all well-known business tycoons, billionaires, and the wealthiest politicians in the country. They had a folder each with their full profiles and information about their net worth, bank accounts, and other private and sensitive info. I transferred the files to my cloud and called Marco. I could hear the relief in his voice when I told him I had the drive. In 10 minutes, he texted that he was outside. He practically snatched the drive from my hand and dropped me off at my house, saying that he would catch up with me later. Before I could even ask him for his car, he was already gone. But I had other things to do. I rushed to my room and downloaded all the files. I studied their content and waited. I got a call in half an hour. This is an empty flash drive. I had to hold the phone away from my face. He was shouting so loudly. Oh no, really? I hadn't checked it, Marco, but it's the flash drive you described. She must have deleted your essay, I said. Damn it, Diane, I need that file. He screamed and hung up. I just stared at the phone in shock. Who was this guy? I had his ex's face tattooed on my arm, and now he was being such a jerk. I decided to spy on him. That night, I crept up to his bedroom window and saw him pacing around the room. Just then, his phone started ringing and he grabbed it quickly. The profiles are all gone. What should I do? He yelled. 
We have to get rid of them before they expose us, Dad. Dad? Did he just say Dad? And he has to get rid of us? Did he mean me and Frankie? The next day, I knew what I had to do. I called him up and told him I actually had what he wanted. I told him I knew everything about him, and if he wanted the data, he'd have to come see me alone. Sure enough, he showed up right on time and tried to tell me some lame story about how it was a misunderstanding and this was just research for business school. I let him think I was buying it. Out of nowhere, an older man appeared. This must be his father. I was surprised when he rushed forward and grabbed my arms, twisting them so I was forced to my knees. But before they could drag me to the car, the police jumped out from their hiding places and the father and son were dragged away. I was so relieved. I thought this nightmare was behind me, but boy, was I wrong. A week after the incident, I was on my way from my job when a black van cut across my path. Before I knew it was happening, Marco jumped out. Hello again, sweetheart. He laughed and grabbed my arm and forced me into the van. Soon, I was in a dark room. I had no idea where I was, and I couldn't understand how Marco had gotten away from the police. Suddenly, a door opened and Marco came in. I tried to scream, but he said, This is a soundproof room. Scream all you want. Why are you doing this? I, I thought you loved me. I started to cry, but he couldn't have cared less. He laughed and said, I chose you simply because you were the only one who could get into her house. I knew her vanity would make her accept you as a maid. I started to cry and he said he would let me go if I gave him the data. I told him the police had taken it and I didn't have it anymore. He looked furious and I knew he didn't believe me. He went out to talk to his father. Outside, I heard them arguing and finally his dad came in. He swore if I gave him the flash drive, he would tell me the truth and help me. How stupid did he think I was? The next day, Marco and his dad decided to move me. They said they were taking me to another safe house. They stopped at a gas station and I told them I had to go to the bathroom. They were suspicious and eventually let me go. As soon as they turned away, I broke into a run and ducked into the nearest building. It was a gym. I was running frantically, trying to hide when I ran into someone. The girl screamed and I swore. But when I saw who it was, I gasped. Frankie! Seeing me, she rolled her eyes. I was sure she would never help me because I'd quit without notice and I'd taken her flash drive with me. But to my surprise, she looked worried and asked me what had happened. Marco, I said breathlessly. That seemed like a magic word and immediately she told me to come with her. On the way, I told her she was right and that Marco had kidnapped me. She looked incredibly sorry and said, I knew he was bad news. He scammed my father, you know. She was in tears when we reached her house. Inside, she said, before his crash, dad gave me a list of very high-profile businessmen who he had worked with. But Marco stole the list from me. Then he scammed all those people and tried to pin the blame on me. Feeling sorry for her, I decided it was time to tell her. I have the list. I filled her in on why Marco had sent me to her in the first place. To make up for it, I have a small gift for you. I revealed that the necklace around my neck had a microchip where I stored the data. Frankie couldn't believe her ears or her eyes when I handed her the chip. She pulled me in and kissed me. I couldn't believe it. But just as I kissed her back, she pushed me away and started laughing like a maniac. <laughs> Only you would be so stupid to fall for this. 
She laughed. My father is, he's the one who scammed all those people. Marco? She laughed. Marco is an undercover agent. He must have just managed to make a copy of this list when I realized what he'd done, and then my father had to go underground. When I saw you leave the house with him just after I gave you the drive, I knew I had made a mistake. I had my men follow every move you made after that. I gasped. Now that I have it, she said, throwing the necklace into the fire, I can destroy it and dad can come back. I tried to leave, but she pulled me back. Where do you think you're going? She demanded. Don't you know what happens to people who know too much? She yelled for her guards to come and get me, but no one came. She called again and finally the door opened. When she saw who it was, she paled. It was Marco. Now it was our turn to laugh. When Marco had kidnapped me, his boss, who had been pretending to be Marco's father, had told me everything. He ran away because that was the plan. I laughed. This chip was a fake. They have the original files. Immediately, she made a grab for me, but both Marco and I had seen it coming. I ran away from her while Marco tackled her to the ground. She tried to get up and run, but he was too quick for her. Finally, the cops came in and grabbed Frankie. She glared at Marco and demanded to know why he was so set against her family. Why don't you just leave us alone? She screamed at him. He looked serious for a minute, and then he said something that left everyone shook. Remember that man your father scammed about five years ago? The one after which you could afford this luxurious mansion? That was my dad. Frankie looked shocked. Marco continued and explained that after the scam, his father had gone bankrupt. That day, I swore I would bring you down. A week later, news of Frankie's dad's arrest was all over the news. Marco and I, we managed to avoid being named. Now I'm in college and I call myself Julie. I'm still dating Marco, who calls himself Jason. In fact, he just texted me. I need you, Julie. Come to my house ASAP.